Welcome to my third La Storia podcast. I'm your host, Santina Giannino. Today we will get to know a good friend of mine, Sylvia Macarios. We met about three years ago when I staged the property for her and Needham that she was selling for a developer. She loved my work, so quickly she hired me for another staging project and a great friendship developed from there. Sylvia grew up in a family that owned restaurants. So as expected, she owned a few restaurants for many years and then she moved on to real estate. So today we're going to find out how she came about making that change. Hi Sylvia. I'm so happy that you could be here today to share your life journey with us. Uh, Can you start by telling us a little bit about how you grew up? Sure. Hi Santina. Thank you for having me. So I grew up in a Greek traditional household. Um, I grew up, originally we lived in Watertown, Mass. Back in the old days, Watertown was primarily Armenian, Italian, and Greek. So, and then after that, my father owned restaurants and his first restaurant was in Needham and we moved to Needham. I'm, I'm sorry, we moved to Dover, Mass. We built a house in Dover and we had a restaurant in Needham and Dedham. So you owned restaurants. So how old were you when you opened this first restaurant? So the ones that my father owned? Yeah. Uh, the one in Needham is uh, 30. Doesn't have to be. I would say 40 plus years ago, the one in Needham. And Dedham came shortly after that. Okay. So basically since you were a child. Oh, yeah. My you... father, we, we, I grew up in the restaurant business. That's all I knew. That's all my father ever did. And what kind of restaurants did your father own? He owned pizza shops. And then I went on to open up restaurants myself. And I owned uh, breakfast shops, bagel shops where we made our own bagels and pizza shops and some catering. So how old were you when you opened up your first restaurant? My first restaurant, I was 22 in Nita Mass. Wow. Was That's us. pretty young to own a restaurant. Yeah. It was. <laughs> so how many employees did you have? Um, I had one, two, three, four, five, five employees. Wow. Yep. And how long were you there at that one place? I kept that place. So originally it was a, a breakfast, lunch place. It was called Sylvia's Place. And then we... Oh, original. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then we changed it. We did a lot of business with ice cream and all that. And then we changed it and went into the bagel business. So we got rid of all the ice cream equipment and put in the boiler in the oven. And then once I had... We switched it over to Cafe Fresh Bagel. Anybody familiar with Needham or Dedham knows Cafe Fresh Bagel. And after that, I kept it about six years and sold it to two partners that also happened to be Greek. Oh, okay. So then what did you do after that? After that, I opened up a pizza shop in Easton, Mass. I mean, I worked, I actually, actually, no. I, um... I worked at many restaurants as manager and so forth. And then finally, I opened up a pizza shop in Easton, Mass. That was my final restaurant. And after that, I sold that one because I had my daughter in my 40s. My daughter, Christina. Oh, wonderful. So... Um, so it sounds like pretty much your whole life you've been in the rest, you know, my you whole, grew up. My whole life. <laughs> life has been revolved yep. around my restaurants because yep. either your father or you own restaurants. Yep. So yep. everything was revolved around that. But so when you were little though, even though your father was working in restaurants, I mean, owning restaurants, mm-hmm. what did you think you wanted to be? Did you have any dreams? I wanted to be just like my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did. 
And then I got older and I kind of went back and forth. You know, I wanted to be an attorney at one point. And then I wanted to be a a dietitian at one point. Um, But then I went into the restaurant business. And um, yeah, that's what happened. So do you think you get influenced by your father? For sure. I mean, listen, you have to be like a certain kind of person to like the restaurant business. You know, it's very long hours. I mean, sometimes we call it blood money. You're there for a long period of time. Most restaurants after the first year end up closing because they're not successful. So it's you have to be very inventful and, you know, come up with new things constantly to keep it going and, you know, keep a staff and all that. So, you know, in my 40s, that was my last restaurant in Easton across from Stonehill College. And it was actually called Slice of Greek. Oh, nice. I love <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, I was gonna go on to open up uh, food trucks named oh, Slice of Greek. Oh, that's popular. Yep, yep, and we were gonna sell, you know, gyros. I know we say gyros, but it's actually gyros just from the food trucks. But then I had my daughter, and I thought it was time for a career change. Okay, so that's yeah. that's what things happened. Yep. So that was a um. So Christina is what six and a half. She's years six old? and a half now. Yeah. So I think I sold that. I sold my final restaurant in Easton. Uh, she was she was about one year old. She was almost a year old. So about five and a half years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and how did you know that you wanted to be a real estate agent? Like what made you I did it. That? I knew I was really good in sales. Um, and I just decided, you know, real estate would be the way to go. I've always loved architecture and homes. And I'm really good at negotiating. (laughs) So I went that way. And at first, it was difficult to be in your 40s and to do something new, you know. But um, I love it now. I know that you love real estate. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) It's helped me to even picture you working in a restaurant just because we eat at restaurants. So that's what I'm used to seeing. Well, the thing is, I like to be in control. Yeah. You know, and with restaurants, it was like I made the food, I cooked everything there. So everything came through me and I got some satisfaction. So now I also get the satisfaction where being a realtor is kind of like owning your own business because you're in charge. Right. So I like to be in charge. I mean, I do a lot of, I do some on the buy side, but I mostly like to list and I like to control it and I like to set records <laughs> with every town that I work in. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, so now that you've been doing this for like what about five years? No. Right? Oh, no. How long has it been? Three a little over three years. Oh, not a even, over, oh so not that's, even that, that long. that's fair, that's fair. Because when we met, yep. we were both kinda like new in the industry. Yep. Yeah. That was our first Yeah, when I met you I was yeah, kind of meet them. Exactly. Yeah. So was I. <laughs> How many Feeling. years is that? It's been two years. It's, no, it's been three years. Since so there you met. go. Yeah. So I've been and doing now, this for three and a half years. And I've been doing this. This is my sixth year doing uh, okay. staging. So I so was fairly, fairly new. new fairly know. new. But um, you were really fresh. <laughs> yeah, I was fresh. I was fresh. And uh, you've been doing it incredibly well. I know. Yeah, well. We work closely together, so I know what you do. And, yeah. Uh, seems like you have evolved even in sales right now because you just want to get your license mm-hmm. in, in New Hampshire. Hampshire. Yep. Yep. I got my license in New Hampshire. I have 22 homes on the water there. So I love what I do. I really do. But I'm, I mean, I literally, I'm very aggressive. I pick up the phone every day. 
Um, I work every day. I'm constantly looking for listings. So, And that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. Otherwise, I mean, it's hard for people to come knocking on your door, right? No, people are not going to come knocking at your door. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, maybe if you've been doing it for a long time. But even then, even when you've been doing it for a long time, in order to grow, you know, you still have to pick up the phone constantly, you know, and make connections and talk to people and, you know, tell them what separates you from somebody else. So there's a lot of realtors out there. A lot of yeah. thousands There's too thousands many realtors out realtors. there. Yeah. Yep. So you make a lot of cold calls? Oh, yeah. I'll make cold calls forever. You know, I make a lot of cold calls. I mean, honestly, I have all these listings in New Hampshire. I still pick up the day here in Massachusetts trying to get a listing, and people laugh at me, but I just have to. You know, I, I love selling homes, and I love helping people. I love getting them top dollar for their home. I mean, I literally will fight over $1,000. <laughs> I know, I know. You, you like you really like to represent your customers, and yeah. you're always looking out yeah. for them. And it's not so, you know. I mean, in reality, it's not so different from the food business. You know, I mean, I I worked very long hours in the food business, and I work very long hours with real estate. It's almost a little easier though in real estate. You know. Well, at least you can go to bed like at a decent hour. Right? Yeah, and you don't, you don't smell like a pepperoni. <laughs> You don't smell yeah. like an Italian sub or a pepperoni when you go to bed. I know. Yeah. I remember you um, telling me a story one time that there was a big snowstorm and you just like you used to sleep. I at the slept restaurant. at the store. Yeah, yep. I had my that, little that's TV. That's a tough life. It's a tough life. I had my little TV in Needham and I had a toothbrush and I slept in the restaurant and then I'd get up around three thirty and serve all the um, plow guys, police police officers. Wow. You know? I mean, I mean, how are you going to get from Dover, Mass? How are you going to get to Needham? I mean, it's not that far away, but early in the morning, the roads are not plowed. So what are you going to do? You have to open your business. You know, your workers are probably not going to show up, but you have to be there. Right, right. So um, so what's next? I mean, in three years, you have already accomplished so much, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I know you've been top sales yeah. agent. Um, I have. I'm thinking maybe international. I don't know. International? Yeah. I'm bilingual, so, I mean, I think I'd like to work. I mean, Berkshire Hathaway has, if I do end up staying at Berkshire Hathaway, which for right now I'm good, um, Berkshire Hathaway does have an office in Greece. So I'm thinking maybe international and maybe some other countries, too. I'd like, I mean, that's the only way I can fo- I can see me growing. Wow, that, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. So you're gonna come. You have to, you're gonna come course, and stage in Greece. <laughs> I'll have to open up another warehouse. Maybe we'll go to Dubai and stage some homes in Dubai. <laughs> I would love that. That would be very, very That'd interesting. That'd be awesome. Um, so would you do that long distance, or would you? I would fly there to sell a home. You know, list. I can list the home from here if we have an office there, and then I would fly there for a you know a client, show the home, sell the home. I have no problem with that. That's great. Yeah. That's that's really um really different. <laughs> <laughs> Your horizon is like really, really wide. Well, I mean, I really do want to grow. Like I'm one yeah. of those people that is constantly looking to grow and grow and grow. I mean, if I sold twenty five homes one year, I want to sell fifty and then I want to sell, you know, seventy five and then a hundred. It's just the way I am. And of course you could always have like employees over there yeah. that you can just oversee. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's so many ways to do that. Absolutely. That's excellent. That's excellent. Okay, so um, 
do you want to tell us a little bit about your family? Um, I am the oldest out of three. So I have a brother that's um, three years younger than me. He owns a bagel shop in Norwood. It's a very popular one. And I uh, have a sister. Um, she's five years younger than me. But thank God I look like I'm the youngest. So that's all that matters. <laughs> And she's a personal assistant. She's been a personal assistant for um, a woman in Dover for a long time. So, yeah, there's three of us. And what about Christina? Christina's the only grandchild. So Christina's my only child, and I doubt I'm going to have any more because I'm older. And she's also the only grandchild at the time being. So she's a spoiled little girl. Yeah, your dad must be like crazy. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, it's like, you know, in the Greek family, they're so strict with their kids. But once the grandkids come along, forget it. You know, yeah. everything they did to us. All they, the rules go out the exactly, window. Exactly. All the rules go out the window. Yep. For me, it was like, Dad, I want this handbag. Well, do you know how? I'm, why don't you go work and work this many hours and then you go spend $200 on a handbag and see if it was worth it. But my grand, if his granddaughter wants something, he'll just get it for her. It's different, you know. What are you gonna do? It's the grandkids. That's the way it is. That's, that's the way, the it, way is. it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Italian families are not same, much different. Exact same right? thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like I say, all the rules go out the window. All the rules they go just out the window. Be, yeah, please them in every, any way that they can. When I was a child, I remember with my mom, we were afraid of my mom. <laughs> we would go to like, uh, you know, go to friends' houses. They would put cookies out and and drinks, and I would look at my mom to take the first cookie. You know. She gave you the look. Remember the look? The look. Did you ever oh, have yeah. the look? I got the look. Yeah. <laughs> Never from my dad. It was the look. But always from my mother. You could tell from the eyes. It's like, <laughs> yes, you can take a cookie. <laughs> yeah, you look, always looking for permission. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. But not the generation now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. As you know, we talked about this many times before. I mean, there's so much that we have in common growing up in that right. type of family. You know, that's coming from directly from Sicily, of course, yep. even stricter than. What you experience without a doubt i mean yeah. i was born here but my mom and dad came right off like the boat they came here many years ago it was my mom my dad one suitcase and two hundred dollars in cash so and look at what they did huh? well my father worked three jobs a day so yeah yeah and and that's one of the things that immigrants bring to this country yeah. all the I time i mean they, back like then the they all they came work. with they all came here and they were all going to make it and nothing was going to stop them. And if that meant that they had to have two jobs or three jobs, they were going to do, do it. Do they it. came here with with a vision and they were going to nothing was going to stop them. I don't know if we're ever going to see I mean that generation that came whether it was Greeks, Italians or whoever came back then, they came here from other countries and they had something to prove. And don't forget those people, they didn't know the language, they didn't know anything. And, and nobody catered to them. And it wasn't like now where, you know, they have interpreters and all that. You didn't have interpreters or anything back then. You had nothing. I can tell you that firsthand. Yeah. Because when I came here, I didn't speak English. Yeah, there and you go. They just put me in a classroom, and it's like, okay. And that was it. My father. There was no extra help. There was nothing. When my father came here, I remember my Aunt Anna she wrote um, a sheet for him and basically put one, two, three, four, five up to like the number, I don't remember, 10. But so he could write checks out. He didn't know, you know, so he could write out a check because he didn't know. So, but yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, you know, very different. Yeah. But those people made America. They all opened up small businesses. They all were very successful. I mean, way before you too, you know. Way before, yeah. Because you're much yeah. younger than my father. 
But um, I yeah. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Much younger. My father's almost eighty now. Um, yeah. Actually, a funny, interesting thing that I just found out the other day um, when I was with my brothers that we we just found out that we were like the last family that immigrated from our town to the United States. That's interesting. In the seventies. Yeah, so nobody, so it is, things have changed. They're not like the way that they used to be, you know, no. like people came and they were like so really gun ho about, you know, They were, and you had to best. be sponsored back then. You had to have like, a family exactly. member oh, yeah. here. Right, right. right. I yeah, mean, was, that's why the way we came is because my father was born in the United States, so he was always an American citizen, so they yeah. entitled us to come here. But um, yeah, things have changed. But I just didn't ever, like, I guess I always knew it, but it was just like, when I heard it, it was just funny that, you know, we came in the 70s and nobody from our town has immigrated to the United States since then. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. Very interesting. Well, okay, well, that's a very interesting story that you just told us. And uh, I heard it before and I just mm -hmm. thought that people would be very interested in hearing it because... There's such a mixture of like going from owning restaurants to mm -hmm. doing real estate. It just seems like such a leap. But I guess we can all do whatever we think. If you own restaurants and you deal with that, you can do anything. You can do anything. That, that's <laughs> yeah. true. That's the yeah. toughest I mean, job. you have to be a really certain type of personality to own restaurants and get through that craziness. So I, I agree. That's that's gonna be one of the toughest jobs. That's ever. why I close every single sale that I have because I'm like relentless <laughs> until it goes to closing. And I'm a problem solver, so I'll solve the problem because problems always arise. But yeah. Yeah, and you learned. I learned a lot. You learned a lot. I learned you know what? I, I still learn. Like I think the day you say I'm not gonna learn anymore, I learn every day. You know, of course, of that's course. what makes me a better mother, a better realtor, a better everything. Well, thank you so much for opening up to us, me. and uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon. This was fun. Thank you. You're welcome.